0: I'm Britton Mullen, the President of the Border Trade Alliance. Thank you all for um, being here. At this time, we are going to take a few minutes to explore potential policy initiatives to enhance border infrastructure and streamline its development. As we all know, the border cannot reach its full potential and prosperity if the infrastructure is outmoded and not equipped to keep pace with the increasing levels of trade and travel. Joining us from the Senate Commerce Committee, staff director for Senator Cruz, is Brad Grants. So he's going to give us a view from the Congressional Capitol Hill standpoint. Welcome, Brad. Here you are. Oh. You want to sit or you want to stand? Uh, I, I could stand. Okay. Um, I end up sitting most of the day, so it's, it's better to... I think spend some time standing and burn off a few calories. Uh, thanks for having me here. Um, before I came, I, I had a chance to talk to Senator Cruz, who extended his disappointment that he wasn't able to to address you in person. He's got two hearings this morning. Um, this is – the issue that I'm going to talk about is probably the one that uh, consumes uh, m- maybe the most amount of time uh, over the last several weeks and uh, will consume the most amount of time uh, in the upcoming months. Um, He gave me uh, one piece of advice. He said, Brad, just remember just because you can't give a good speech doesn't mean you can't give a short speech. So (laughs) I'll try to be brief uh, and direct in my remarks. Um, As Britton mentioned, uh, the thing that we are uh, laser focused on right now is the um, bridge construction for uh, Laredo, for um, Eagle Pass, uh, and um, the other communities in Texas. And so we have been working nonstop on how do we unstick the presidential permits that are required for um, these projects under the International Bridge Act, not to mention of course Star Camargo. And the reason for that, of course, is the immense economic value that it means to Texas, the communities that are along the border, as well as the country as a whole. Uh, Mexico is our third largest trading partner, as you all know, and uh, it is integral to our entire country's economy that we have efficient movement of goods. We've seen what happens when we have supply chain bottlenecks. Um, for just dealing with it in the last couple of weeks at uh, uh, Long Beach again where um, you've had you know the images of container ships uh, just stalled in the Pacific Ocean waiting to come into the country and so the idea that you know a movement of freight or, or trucks are waiting at the border for hours upon hours to get into the country um, is uh, really unacceptable And so you know we've been, trying to work with uh, Senator Cornyn as well as the congressional delegation on what pressure points that we can apply to the administration to get presidential permits approved for these uh, three and soon to be fourth, uh, the Eagle Pass project, bridge uh, projects. And so I want to talk a little bit about what we're up to, and because I think everybody in the room acknowledges the importance of these projects explain the roadblocks that we've encountered and what you all might be able to do to help us move this process forward. So as you're aware, uh, under the International Bridge Act uh, of 1972, the president has to make a determination whether or not a border crossing is in the foreign policy interest of the United States. What's unique uh, for, Mac- for Texas, of course, is that we're talking about crossings. Uh, on largely private land across a water border, whereas in other areas of the country, like maybe New Mexico or Arizona or California, there are land crossings on land controlled by General Services Administration or GSA. The permitting process much easier. So why do we go through this laborious sort of um, endeavor through the International Bridge Act to obtain a presidential permit? Well, oddly enough, it was created to actually uh, streamline uh, construction of bridges. That's not what's happening today. So prior to the International Bridge Act, Congress was having to enact into-law authorization for international crossings, and in its infinite wisdom said this is too difficult. People shouldn't have to go to the United States Congress to get a law passed for bridge crossing. Let's create this uh, more streamlined, efficient process um, instead. And what we found, of course, is it's nothing of the sort at the moment. And what we're having to deal with Uh, in these particular instances uh, is a change in policy from the last administration that requires applicants to complete an environmental assessment prior to the president making a determination of whether or not it's in the foreign policy interest of the United States. And so we've had a plethora of conversations with the White House, the National Security Council, with the State Department about what can we do to change the pol- – uh, change and revert back to the old policy that said the president could issue a permit contingent on a successful completion of the environmental assessment. In our view, and I think in the view of most reasonable individuals, these are two distinct questions. It's either true that the crossing is in the foreign policy interest, um, notwithstanding any environmental impacts, or it is false. It is not in the foreign policy interest of the U.S., uh, given the meritorious – is nature of of expanding commerce, of reducing wait times, and even the environmental benefits from not having trucks idling on – at a border crossing, Uh, it's clear that facilitating trade with our third largest trading partner uh, is exceptionally important to economic growth, the vitality of these communities, job opportunities uh, for Texans, um, better relations uh, with Mexico, uh, that clearly comes on the side, and if passed passes prologue that even you know, administrations of both parties would find that these border crossings are in the foreign policy interest. So what we had in the Trump administration was an executive order that kind of put meat on the bones of the International Bridge Act, spelled out a process for how the State Department would issue its recommendation under the law um, to the president to say, hey, you've got a lot on your plate. Our recommendation is you approve or are not issue this permit. And we've found now had a change in policy that requires us to kind of reevaluate and assess what can we do different. Uh, so uh, I think the way that Senator Cruz is viewing this, uh, and my view as well, is that um, the way that Texas is being treated on these particular projects is discriminatory in nature, because it is in the case of California or New Mexico or Arizona, where you don't have privately held land or crossing uh, a river, that these decisions are made expeditiously, and there is no need for a laborious, lengthy environmental assessment. But that's the tact that's being taken with Texas, uh, and it's unfair. And you know, we just went through uh, a very high-profile fight uh, in this country around permitting. Um, that you all might, have, might recall under the debt ceiling fight. So this had been going on for several years. There was a natural gas pipeline that um, a number of senators, including Joe Manchin from West Virginia, wanted to see completed. And it was being held up because it had to cross a hiking path in the George Washington forest in the state of Virginia. And it was being – the rest of the pipeline was being constructed. It was about 90-some-odd percent done. So you had a pipeline in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and you had a pipeline in the south, and you just had this small patch of land through a national forest uh, that – where the pipeline didn't go. And uh, it was credibly valuable to the country, right, movement of uh, plentiful natural gas uh, values both in economic security and national security is undeniable. Um, We had this fight going on for several years because the circuit court uh, would continually throw into uh, doubt the ability to obtain that particular permit. And so everyone's very well aware, I think, in the country right now of sort of the uh, absurdity that we see under uh, National Environmental Policy Act, or NEPA. And we're dealing with the same thing here, it will take years for applicants to get a environmental assessment completed, and in one case, I think we're uh, in Laredo. We're talking about an expansion of an existing bridge, and these guys are going to have to do a multi-year environmental assessment to say, can we expand our bridge? We already know the environmental impact, right? It's ridiculous. And so, what we're we're doing with the delegation is trying to communicate that to the State Department. I think they've been very um, receptive. It's not necessarily a problem there, they're operating under the direction of the White House, communicated that to the White House, but there will be, you know, Senator Cruz is not one to be bashful about these sorts of things, and if he finds a way to apply pressure to the administration and to the White House to get this done, then that's what we'll do. And we will do it with uh, our partners in the House, uh, Senator Cornyn, we will do it whether through hearings, we will do it through legislation, if that's a better mechanism to get these projects approved. Uh, we will explore all these options, and in fact, we just had a conversation yesterday about uh, a bipartisan, bicameral letter to uh, the State Department on this very topic that we hope to be able to you know, publicize maybe next week uh, detailing what we need the State Department to do to help move the White House in the right direction to approve these cross-border permits. And if that's unsuccessful, then... You know, we do have a path with the Star Camargo Bridge where, you know, for years Congress has had to um, enact statutes related to it. Maybe that's the right approach. And so, my ask to you today is uh, to join us in this fight, because I know many in in this room realize the value of uh, expanded commerce and faster trade uh, with Mexico. And you can do that in a number of ways to help us uh, to be successful. One is, Send letters of support to Senator Cruz, Senator Cornyn, and uh, members of the delegation about this very issue, and detail for us the problems that you're encountering in supply chains or your communities losing out on, to be able to make this tangible, and that is exceptionally helpful because we need to create a letter-writing campaign to elevate this, the attention, uh, and give it attention from the White House. So that means you know letters from communities from businesses like I need to know the very specific businesses that are being harmed right now because we are not moving forward on these bridge projects um, and that's something that you know you can that we can use Senator Cruz can use in, in his discussions with the White House uh, and the admin to explain just how um, important these things are so um, appreciate you having us here I, again I send uh, Senator Cruz's regrets that he wasn't able to join but uh, I can guarantee you, you will be hearing a lot more over the next two years uh, at, from the ranking member of the Commerce Committee on this very issue. He will do everything in his power to see that these permits are issued. Thank you. <laughs> and if you have any questions or anything, I, 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 I know you got a tight timeline. I'm happy to step outside and, and answer them. You can also email Britton. Thank you. My last name is, pronounce it